Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Todd Shepard, thank you for spending a little bit of your Friday morning with us. Thank you, Todd. Good morning. Absolutely. Happy Friday and uh, happy Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, we, you know, you think about this weekend and in the suburbs, I think a lot of people are running errands and maybe you have a, a parade to go to to honor, of course, those who've served our nation and killed in the line of duty. But as well, people will run out and maybe forget to lock the door. And that sometimes there's this sense of, oh, well, we are totally safe here in the quote-unquote, you know, in the suburbs. But when you look at the the rising crime, especially burglaries and that sort of thing, vehicle theft, it's not as safe as it once was. Can you talk about what you've written about here, Todd? Yeah. Well, one of the first things I would say, Don, is you're certainly right to sort of start off talking about those couple of things that are, you know, called what are called property crimes, a, a broader category. I mean, some of the good news is, um, uh, I, I mean, and please, everyone has to understand when I say good news, I mean, we're talking about something that's bad here. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm using that with, with nuanced tones sometimes. I mean, we all know how bad the murder rate has been in Philly. Um, the murder rate is up slightly in the collar counties. The good news is, is it's, no, it's not anywhere near that increase. So let me, before I get to the couple of things you mentioned, the property crimes, I just want to touch on on what we call violent crimes or, you know, physical or bodily crimes, um, because it's, it's actually not quite as dire with those few things. So, um, murders are, yeah, I mean, exactly. So from, and, and for almost all of the comparisons you and I will be talking about here, you know, in the next few minutes, we're talking about comparing 2021 offenses, uh, to 2022 offenses. So we're not talking about how many cases got cleared by the DA's office or anything like that, just the total number of crimes they actually tallied. So, for example, if we add up, you know, Bucks, Montgomery, Delaware, Chester counties, um, from 2021 to 22, murders went from 78 to 86. That's up 10%. That's very regrettable. We'd all like to see those numbers going down. But obviously, that's not Philadelphia going from 300 to 500 or something like that. And another really good indicator is rapes are down not only in the collar counties, they're down statewide. But now to, to some of more of what you were talking about, the property crimes mm-hmm. are where we're really seeing some eye-popping increases. And here, like, for me, I mean, as, as I've reported on crime in my 20-year reporting career, anything over 7 or 8% of a 7 or 8% increase is usually pretty considered pretty big by the police Mm -hmm. 
But here we're talking about 20% increases generally. So again, you know, comparing the first year of 2021 to 2022, uh, and we Sum up the four collar counties. Uh, burglaries were up 19%. Larcenies were up 28%. And car thefts were up 23%. Um, and I think that the car thefts may be the one stat that really sort of shows that the collar counties are, are in this tide with Philadelphia. And when the tide is rising there, it's going to rise in, in those counties as well. Um, because um, especially, you know, the, the, the counties that, that touch Philadelphia, Bucks, Delaware, Montgomery, um, or, or share that border, um, they really are the ones that had the increase in auto crimes. Yeah, and we're talking to Todd Shepard of Broad Liberty, and you can check out broadliberty.com. And Todd has provided extensive, you know, he's really investigated this, and there are charts and graphs and all of that. The reason I opened up, Todd, with saying, you know, make sure that you lock the door, because some people, believe it or not, in the suburbs, I live in the city of Philadelphia, I can't imagine, you know, and I get upset even if one of the kids leaves, you know, one of the garage doors open or something. Right. But you look at one, one sentence in here, and you have so much great detailed information, and that's important because it puts it in perspective. But this line, burglaries, you write, Todd Shepard, were up 32 24 and 17 percent so 32 percent bucks county 24 percent delaware county and then you're looking 17 percent montgomery county respectively from 2021 to 22 those are the burglaries and that's how much they're up that to me that blew me away i had no idea right and i i mean i think that's a that's a really big um uh comparison to and 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 one of the things that we did in our analysis that I think will really aid anyone who spends any time with the story and as you mentioned we've got six graphs in here where we talk about each of these crimes we've got a, each by the four counties then we've got one graph where we sum it up by all of you know we put all four counties together but the last one I think is what may be the most helpful uh, which is where we we take the statewide crime data, but we subtract out Philadelphia and the collar counties, right? Mm -hmm. So that enables us to see, you know, is this trend happening across the rest of of, of Pennsylvania? And so for what you just said, I mean, and let me repeat it for anyone, because I know numbers can be hard on radio sometimes, you you know, but um, so we're talking about burglaries, Bucks up 32, Delaware up 24, Montgomery up 17. Now, if we sum all of the counties together, burglaries were up 19%. But now let's compare that to the rest of the state when we take out those five uh, jurisdictions. Burglaries were basically flat in the rest of the state. They were up 0.3%. That shows you that, I mean, all of the increase in burglary in this in in the entire Commonwealth of Pennsylvania from 2021 to 22, it essentially 100% of the increase happened in the collar counties in Philadelphia, which that's the sort of thing that has to be alarming. It should be alarming to those to the district attorneys in in every one of those jurisdictions. Yeah, and I think for for me as somebody who's experienced that, and again, I live in the Chestnut Hill section of Philadelphia. 
this happened to us a couple of times, but the one time we were actually sleeping and they broke in. And Ooh. yeah. And so I think it's it's so it's scary. And we have gates, we have a security system, now we have you know the cameras. And so I think a lot of people sometimes you look at that. My neighbor had a terrifying situation where the burglars she literally left with her son, her young son, left and within maybe 90 seconds the burglars broke in professional clearly professionals according to the authorities so they were waiting and watching for her to leave and then went in and they knew how many minutes they they had like you know less than two minutes or something and got in and got out but they're professionals they go right for the master bedroom they go for the jewelry they know what they're doing and so I, I don't know if you had any of those kinds of stats. Are these home, they sound like home burglaries and are they professionals? You know, the, those questions are ones that I always start asking. Are these, uh, you know, are these, and then are they coordinated? Because we hear that too. Is this some kind of a theft ring? Sometimes that's going on. But it, to me, burglary, that's such an invasion of your home. And especially if you're home and you're upstairs sleeping because I, that, that real that one gives you the creeps, you know that that you know it's it's scary because it goes to your your children's safety, your family's safety. Boy, it really does, and and I can tell you, I mean, this was many years ago in a different state, but I, you know, I had a home, my the place I was living that was burglarized, and I remember too that you know this one thing that stood out about it was I opened the fridge and the burglar had eaten this piece of chocolate pie that I was saving for myself. And it sounds kind of funny, but it also, it's kind of like chilling. I mean, yes. and it, it is very invasive. I mean, it's, it's very dis- difficult to describe the invasive feeling that uh, a home burglary can cause. Uh, to all of those questions you pose, those are great questions. I don't have the answers to this. The, the crime data is very basic, and essentially it, it only deals with these um, nine or ten categories of offenses. And the story that we've written here is very long. Like, um, it, it takes probably about 10 or 12 minutes to read. And I know a lot of people don't read pieces that long on, on the Internet. But we made it that long just because there was, as you said, there was just so much data to go over and so many comparisons to make. But one of the things we talk about towards the end of the article is crime data is just very difficult, basically. Um, it's always been difficult. It's always been difficult for police departments and it's especially been difficult for, you know, police or law enforcement agencies um, to, to find a way to appropriately sort of summarize them and, and get them to the public and to the media so that we can have an understanding of what's going on in our world. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so but, this, you know, we, we struggle with using this database that the Pennsylvania State Police provide for a number of reasons. Um, First of all, local jurisdictions can opt out of yes. contributing to it. So you never know what agencies aren't. Um, I mean, so when we do an analysis like, analysis like this, we're more or less assuming that there are errors in the data, but that, that, the, that even with errors, trends will be the, – the trends that are revealed are more or less accurate, if that makes sense. Yes. That the, the errors sort of smooth themselves out over time to, relieve, to, to uh, show actual trends. Um, you know, but I, I still think there are there are so many ways that Pennsylvania has to improve the data collection system they have right now, um, and to also improve the way they they get that to the public. 
Um, you know, one of the things we talk about in the story is a lot of the uh, the district attorneys and all of them. We, we reached out to all of them for this story. None of them commented. But using some of the comments they had made in you know previous talks or whatever, a lot of them are really focused on gun crimes and illegal guns. Um, Buck's DA, Matt Weintraub, last year said he was seeing an increase of um, uh, of straw purchases mm-hmm. in Bucks County. He was seeing an increase of younger people with illegal guns, yeah. which was concerning him. And unfortunately, all of the data that's provided by this state website, there's very, there's almost no gun data at all. So in one case, you know, you, you could make an argument that a lot of these DAs are focused on a very appropriate uh, category of crime that we would want them to be focused on. Uh, but we just don't have any, I mean, we have absolutely zero data to, mm-hmm. to figure out as to whether the problem was really getting worse there and, and if they are uh, you know, employing some new prosecution methods or if they're getting tougher on a particular category, is that working at all? Last thing I'll say real quick about this is, you know, I did a story last year about this guy who uh, was committing some burglaries and uh, a couple of carjackings in Bucks County. He was an addict and he was usually committing these carjackings by um, threatening threatening the car driver with a dirty needle. And in two or three of the instances where he had done these carjackings, he he committed them in Bucks County, but they eventually found him in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to say, I don't have any proof for what I'm about to say. This is just a theory I have in my mind. Mm-hmm. It's only a theory. But I couldn't help but wonder if the guy was committing the crimes in Bucks and then traveling back to Philadelphia because he thought maybe, you know, the criminal justice system or the the prosecution might be more lenient in Philadelphia if he had some sense that more people were getting lower bails in Philadelphia or getting no bails. And actually, this guy I'm talking about got he got a release on he he was remanded in one case, which blows my mind. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I, I do think I mean, what I wonder when I see a lot of these stats are how many people might be Philadelphia actual residents that live close to one of these, you know, they live on close to the border of one of these counties, and it's easy for them to maybe, you know, go to a more affluent area in another county, but then retreat back Mm -hmm. to what they feel is a safer jurisdiction in Philadelphia. But again, that's a theory that I don't have any proof for. Yeah, and I think there are so many layers to it, as you point out. In other words, right now, first and foremost, we have we know that we have a, a drug crisis, an addiction crisis, a mental health crisis, and that goes along. You know, when you look at burglaries and you think about who, who's committing those and what's their motivation to steal stuff and pay for their drugs, a and b. You know, as we talk about Philadelphia and the culture of crime, as well. Um, I, you know, I think all of this would would certainly play into it and then the high crime in philadelphia it's it's not i I mean i don't i don't think it's a stretch to say that if you have a high crime area it's going to spill over into these suburban areas um but i i just think it's such a thorough report i also found it interesting todd shepherd that you talked about chester county is the is the exception here as you look at the trends and i think that's so wise that you looked at the trend as far as what's going on in all of Pennsylvania. And 
Chester County stands out as an outlier. Can you talk about that? Yeah, I mean, um, and this is one of those instances where I have to say I'm, I'm, I was very perplexed that, you know, like, again, like I said earlier, we reached out to the district attorney in all four of these counties. And, mm-hmm. uh, if there was one that I thought would, would want to talk, it would be, uh, you know, the district attorney in Chester County where they've, they've had some success. Uh, the decreases are, are not huge, um, but they're there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, robberies are down. And again, when you're talking about Chester County, you're sort of starting with the, the, the numbers are lower generally. So sometimes the percentage change can be um, exaggerated a little bit, but like robberies are down um, in, in, in actual raw numbers, they're down by about a dozen. So that's a 14% change. Burglaries, what you and I were talking about, basically flat from 21 to 2022. Um, and, um, you know, really the only uh, the only category that increased was larceny and motor vehicle thefts were down. So, um, you know, I, it, I, I know that they have a Democrat district attorney in Chester County, mm-hmm. but yeah. I don't get the sense that there's at least I have not seen these big pushes for the the so-called progressive criminal justice reform, certainly not of the style the Krasner we've seen. Mm-hmm. And obviously what you get in Delaware County is Jack Stolsteimer, where it's it's a little bit more of a measured look what Stolsteimer is doing in, in Delaware County. Um, he's actually testing some of his reforms before he just jumps full into them like Krasner. I mean, mm-hmm. Krasner's reforms really are a wrecking ball. He just I mean, he, he, <laughs> he doesn't test. He, he just throws it and he just hopes that I mean, he just kind of hopes that he wrecks the system. It almost seems like sometimes so. Um, but yeah, I, I, but I also think it's, it's worth noting that, you know, that Chester County doesn't have that actual contiguous border also with Philadelphia. So even though it's a collar County, it is insulated just a little bit. One other thing too, I would say very quickly, Don is, just, uh, you know, to go back to auto thefts and the trends across the counties elsewhere, you know, one thing to think about is that auto, auto thefts are sometimes, um, they are a lever to commit other crimes. I mean, yeah. man, I've done a lot of crime reporting in my li- life. I've done a lot of ride-alongs with a lot of police. And what they always tell me is, you know, the thing that concerns them most about a car theft is that the easiest crime to commit is one that you do with a stolen car, yeah. right? Because the plates aren't yours. The, you know, mm-hmm. the, the vehicle doesn't tie back to you. So yeah. I think that's and, and kind of what you were talking about, about the drug problems and everything else. Um, what really concerns me about the auto thefts is how much of a lever that provides to either addicts who are tempted by a life of crime or, you know, people that are just already, you know, two feet into their life of crime, that these car thefts really just, it provides them an, uh, a, a lever to commit far more mayhem, whatever they intend to do. Yeah, and that's when my minivan was stolen with the kids' car seats and their, you know, little soccer equipment. I said to police, Philadelphia police, why would they take a minivan? You know, why, why in the world? And they said, oh, that's, that's prime, especially with the, you know, you have child, the child seats in the back because when they pull up for, you know, whatever, they're going to do a hold up at a 7-Eleven or whatever, nobody suspects that that right. minivan looks like, oh, it's a dad in a minivan and he's running in to get some milk. And so, so you're, true. you're not a suspect walking in the door. And I said, oh my goodness. 
That's, you know, they said they love the minivans and not just they're, they're carjacking it, or not car, stealing them for the reason that you're saying, because certain vehicles raise less suspicion when they're in the commission of the second crime that goes on. It's so that's incredible. You have a personal example that just that (laughs) illustrates that so perfectly. That's incredible. And I'm sorry that happened to you. Oh, you're sweet to say that. Thank you. Yeah, they did actually catch the guy, Carlos Calles. I still remember his name and I went to court and it was a whole thing in Philadelphia. They ultimately had a bench warrant. They found him. Ironically, they found him in Delaware County. He was arrested and then this, but he lived in Philadelphia to your point. And that was how they, they got him and he went through the courts and was convicted served his time and all of that so um but it was and that's the other piece of it i think a lot of people i really had to be persistent even for a stolen vehicle like that because you go to court four or five times you're taking off work you have to pay for parking you know and i think a lot of victims of these types of crime might be incentivized to not go through with it just because of your time and cost to have to be a witness and i think that they need to figure that out as well it's very burdensome. You're right. Yeah. And, and the burden shouldn't be on the victim that much. One other thing I'll say is one thing we are keeping our eye on for the rest of the year is there was a four or five year period, you know, basically the four or five years leading up to the pandemic where the auto thefts in Philadelphia were hovering generally between, let's say, 5,500 and 6,500 auto thefts per year. Mm-hmm. The city right now is easily on pace to blow to to reach twenty thousand car thefts this year. So now the the city has seen that level before. It, it the car thefts were at that level from about I think ninety like like the eighty eight to ninety five or something. Mm-hmm. So it's not like the city hasn't seen these levels before. But the deal is is things were very good for many. They were very good, very stable for seven or eight years in Philadelphia. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, it's just rocketing back up to, to levels we don't want to be at. Yeah, it's so true. Well, Todd Shepard, thank you. Great, great work as always. And everybody, you know, can go to broadenliberty.com and you can read all through it and just some great information packed in here. I know you worked very long and hard on this, Todd. Thank you so much for taking the time out for us. Well, thanks always for having us on. Thank you. Have a blessed Friday and a you blessed bet. Memorial Day weekend. Thanks, Todd. You too. Bye. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. 
Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.